Welcome to Coaching Uncut, a special series on the Unstoppable Woman podcast, where I take you behind the scenes and give you a peek into the private coaching I do with my clients. All of these coaching calls have been recorded with the permission from my clients who have generously allowed me to share these with you as a way of helping more people in this world. They give you access to master level coaching and the opportunity to learn the lessons that they're learning right along with them. Please keep in mind that these recordings are not studio productions and the audio quality may be less than ideal, but the content will take you far and help you become unstoppable. With that, listen in and learn. This is part two of our series on how to market and sell your services to clients of another culture. Listen into this coaching call with my client to hear the next steps in the strategy and how phenomenally well it worked, as well as how we keep going with her marketing with an approach to working with engineers who often seem like they're from another culture. Don't get me wrong, I love the analytically minded, but the point is, it's important to know how to speak to and connect with all types of prospects. One size doesn't fit all. Listen in and enjoy. Hello, Shannon. How are you? I am doing well. I just got contacted yesterday based upon a senior organization seeing my ads in the AJC wanting me to do a presentation for them that I'm trying to find out more information about today. So that was kind of a, a nice email to come into the office on. I love it. That's great. Your marketing is working. We love that. Exactly. It's, it's definitely, you know, catching the attention. And if it just takes me once removed or even twice removed to get the people to actually come in for consultations or strategy sessions, I'm all for that. So that was a nice thing that I thought I would share with you in regards to that marketing. In addition, yeah. I did some follow-up. Um, I don't know, it was earlier this week or maybe in the latter part of last week. We were talking about my associate attorney trying to support him. And I know that he and I had a probably about a thirty minute, if not an hour conversation yesterday, just talking about how Korean potential clients that are coming in are different for the purposes of client experience and, you know, I'll call it sales presentation. And we were brainstorming about that yesterday, which was pretty nice. In addition, um he's supposed to be getting me a list of Korean speaking churches nearby for two reasons. Number one is to see if they have a job board for us to post a job for a bilingual individual. And secondly, for him to just introduce himself and, you know, do his strong stories, both attorney, Christian, and et cetera, and potentially have that as his own personal speaking events that he organizes. So I know that was an assignment I had given him yesterday to start working on. And lastly, we have the big presentation with the two senior people at the two larger Korean banks in the uh, Georgia area. And I, when I was chatting with him, I was explaining to him that this is his baby. He's doing the presentation. He's the one who's been prepping up for it. I will be in there. I want him to do the presentation in Korean in their native tongue because their children will be there too, which will 
you know, be very strong English speakers when it comes to the Q&A portion. I'd made the comment we can have Q&A as either Korean or English at that point for me to be able to, you know, join in. How did that go? Are you that happened yesterday afternoon? Oh, this was all conversations I had yesterday. That meeting uh, occurs on meeting. Tuesday. I'm going to give you a little bit of direction on that. I want that presentation okay. to be, let's say, 60 to 70% Korean, and they all speak English, so make 30 to 40% of it English. You you don't want it to be – I think you you don't want to be sitting there wondering what the heck they're saying all the time, okay? True. That's not going to put you in a, a comfortable position or a position of authority, he needs to be an authority here. Like, it's not about taking away his authority, but there are multiple – you are also bringing your expertise, and he has to highlight that. He has to sell his own expertise, but your expertise as well. Okay. So what I'll do is I'm going to – I told him to prep up. <laughs> he did, like, this 75-page PowerPoint presentation. I told him that's too specific. Get it down to 15 pages. So I'll sit down and look at this 15-page presentation, and we will split up small portion. I'll take some portion of that presentation along with himself doing the rest. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. That's exactly and right. And actually, okay, you know, what you stated there is the reason I had told him to do it all in Korean because I was trying to step away of one of my concerns that I've had and trying to see how it would work. Because one of my concerns is exactly what you stated. I'm not Korean-speaking. Um, I know like five words in Korean, and uh, that's about it. One of my biggest concerns that I had when I brought him on, and I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work, is the difficulty of having any type of control, having any type of control in regards to communications when I don't know what's being communicated. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a solution here, right, but it's not all or nothing, Okay. Okay. So you had other things on your list. What what else was on your list there? Oh, and um, I'm getting actually very, very excited about this Saturday's IBM presentation. We may already have 70, if not 80 people registered right now, which Fantastic. is phenomenal, especially considering they're planning on using the recording. They're going to be putting it into the, onto their organization's website as well as potentially sending out in a newsletter, like a virtual newsletter. So I'm really, really excited about this Saturday. Actually, that's my big thing I'm working on today is I'm revamping my uh, presentation, and I was talking to because I did ask him to come in to help man the Q&A because I know I'm talking to engineers, and I know engineers like to ask a lot of questions because they're so linear in their thought pattern that if they don't get their question answered immediately, they're lost. So I'm expecting to be interrupted quite a bit in the presentation <laughs> of questions. But I, I know my it. audience, though, and I know that's how engineers think. They're so lineal. If they don't ask the question, they're not going to get anything else because they're stuck on how A doesn't equal B, you know. So are you building in Q&A throughout the presentation and not just at the end for that very reason? Um. Yes and yes. What I'm doing is making the comments, you know, if you have any questions, please ask them in chat as we're moving along. And I will focus on trying to answer them promptly within the presentation as it's occurring. However, don't think that you have to immediately ask it at that moment. We will have a Q&A session at the end. 
Okay, and then I would also highlight that our associate okay. attorney, whatever it is, okay, who's very versed in all of this is on the line in chat to answer specific questions as well. You're going to want to highlight, give him some status, okay, so that okay. people aren't only looking to you. This is also a way of you training people that they can go to, like he's going to be their point person when they sign up to have a consultation. That's actually a really good point because I very seldom answer the questions in chat. I just read the question and answer it orally. But that's actually a really good way because, like I said, I'm expecting a lot of questions. And that will also be able to keep the flow. And, of course, either when I see questions answer, if I want to add more to it, or at the Q&A session, I can just go back and readdress that which has already answered just to make sure everybody saw the question that was asked. That's cool. great. That's great. So and that's tell me that. the name of the, the organization that you're speaking to again. IBM's, um, they call themselves the Quarter Century Club, meaning that the people worked for IBM a minimum of 25 years. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay. Sounds an ideal audience for you. How did you connect with them? I'm, I'm in my marketing mind here. I had two clients that worked at IBM that were part of this Quarter Century Club that apparently um, were talking to the president of this club slash division, whatever you want to call it within IBM, and were talking about the positive experience they had with our firm. And that's when the president um, contacted me and asked if I'd be interested. And from there, we just kept talking back and forth as he was taking stuff to his board for confirming of what we were talking about. But I I, it. it started with a positive referral by former clients that work okay, at IBM. I'm just double checking there that your presentation speaks to you working with IBM people. And if you need to, that you go back to those two clients and say, can I use this, show them the slide, show them the language so that they're okay with it. Can I use this as part of my presentation? And actually, as you're talking to me, I think that I actually want to reach out to them to see if they haven't already given me a written testimony, see if I can get a testimony from them to add and reference them as a fellow team member of the IBM That's family That's worked with us. Yeah. Yeah. And then ask okay. them if they're coming to the presentation. It would be great to have them there. And, you know, if their fellow colleagues have questions that they can answer in the chat, you know, it would be a nice little value add to, to give to the group, right? I agree. That's actually good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Then also from a marketing perspective, these two clients were raving fans. They on their own went to the organization. How could yes. you seed that process with other clients, like on a sales call or when you're meeting with them or when you're just doing a client call, whatever it is, when you're doing your what's happening in the life of Shannon moment, the little uh -huh. rapport building connection, yeah, I'm really excited. We're doing a presentation. You know, one of my clients, two of my clients actually connected us with a group that they're part of and on their own suggested that I, I give a speech. And it's, it's really exciting to speak to these people. So I'm putting together the presentation and I'm like, that's what's on my mind. Aside from your case, that's what's on my mind right now something like that, where you're just planting the seed. Planting the seed that they know that this could happen for them too. Correct. And then they start thinking, oh, 
I have this group. Well, you're planting a number of seeds. One, that you have happy clients, okay? Two, uh-huh. that they can do this themselves, okay? Um, yes. And you can do that in all sorts of places. You can do that beforehand. You can do it afterwards. You know, this was such a great presentation. You can do it later. This reminds me of a presentation that I gave, right? And you're just okay. planting a little seed there. Okay. I like that seed planting than what I have done historically. Uh, what I've done historically when I'm chatting with them and they're raving fans and I'm either thanking them for a review or, you know, giving them the information to do a review. Normally at that same time that I'm talking about the review, I, of course I make the comment, you know, you know, you remember how you were before we started this process. You know where you are now. And I'm sure you've got other friends or acquaintances that may be experiencing something similar, either vocally or silently. And, you know, I, I'm always willing to, you know, reach out, speak to them. And I'm, you know, if you have any organizations I can help out with too, I have no problem doing presentations. So I've done it differently. I've done it where I'm offering the service instead of emphasizing that I have historically and successfully given the service. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the big difference that I'm seeing in what you're referencing versus what I've done historically. Yeah. And you can do both and you can integrate them. So, that's all good. Cool. Okay. Awesome, okay. ma'am. Will you, you have know. a good day, okay? I will. I'll let you, you know. Too. Good morning. As I'm going, what time good. of day is it? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Great. How are you? I am doing well since we last spoke, as you saw with the um, update that I gave you, actually, we actually converted all four of Tuesday's consultations. And what was awesome about that was a lot of the um, the connection that was made that wasn't expected, but by, definitely by the um, CPA. So these are people that came to us from the Korean community based upon a friendship that has with a really good CPA. And these are people apparently had come to talk to him about work, but ended up not being right for him in regards to relationship, but he referred to us. He had told us in preparation that, you know, we're dealing with, you know, some very stoically grumpy people. You know, we went in knowing that we have to put on the charm and such. And what I'll say is my first guy, where he had his body language, his arms were crossed through, 80% 80% of the uh, presentation, as well as like lean away from the table and sit into the conversation. Um, I ended up finding that he had a significant fear and concern for his special needs grandson in Puerto Rico, which apparently nobody had ever asked him about. And when I started to talk to him about it, here was this guy that's like 75, stoic. He just started sobbing. Hmm. And so we had a wonderful connection. His son was there. That's the one that at the conclusion the son goes, I want you to do the same thing for me you're doing for dad. So that was nice. And our other one, I knew that I needed to have and they're mainly speaking Korean. And this is the one that you and I were talking about, you know, let's make sure that like a 3070 or something along those lines. And um, what I ended up realizing was he bought his two daughters, one that was an attorney herself, and the other that ran the family jewelry store business. And as myself and or 
or trying to solely do the presentation, everybody just kept interrupting themselves to the point that it was getting confusingly frustrating for all. And that's when I ended up telling to just focus in speaking Korean to dad as I speak English to the two daughters separately to address their issues. And this is the one at the very beginning the gentleman kept stating to us and to the CPA, I will not be signing today. This is just information. And ended up realizing that dad wanted somebody to communicate directly to, but all decisions were actually being made by the uh, attorney daughter. So when we presented the legal services agreement, it was presented to him first, and then I went over it with the daughter. And we had made a good connection. That one converted. I'm excited about both of these simply because of their prominence in the local Korean community, but also the fact that they are high executives in two separate Korean banks. So I'm looking forward to the positivity of that. In addition, I only did end up, you know, sadly for me, because I didn't hit my magic number I wanted, but um, thus far I've only had five strategy sessions scheduled from the uh, IBM. But what I will say, though, is um, one's converted, two hasn't happened yet. One of the ones that has happened and hasn't converted the gentleman ends up going, I should have had my wife on this call. And of course, that's where I'm explaining to my team member, that's where you go, well, that's, it's fine she wasn't on this call, but we definitely want her at the consultation that you're getting the discount for. So they're supposed to follow up with that person today. And then the last person ended up having to push her appointment out a week. So we haven't gotten any no's from the IBM crowd yet. One was a yes, one was a not yet. One was a wife should have been on. Yeah, two, yeah. Um, two haven't happened. So one was a yes. One is a, my wife should have been on the call. One was mm-hmm. I need to move the appointment out a week. And then there was two that hadn't even occurred that had been scheduled, one for today and one for tomorrow. Okay. So, And I'm so, having a specific team member handling those, not my standard person that's been doing them. Yeah, but you still closed 50% of those that booked. Fantastic. So. That's really good. So let me do a couple of things here. I want to just celebrate with you and say this is fantastic on both counts, but everything's going in the right direction. And this is really, this was the first proof of concept, right? You had this idea, you trusted your intuition. You know, we had a few calls about what it would take to do sales in this way. And we got a good strategy together. It wasn't all intuition, but you've been like, planning this, you know, along the way, and we've got a really good proof of concept here, okay, Yes. with these four closes, which is amazing, okay? I want you to do a debrief with if you haven't already, okay? Just a, a short one, 15, 20 minutes. Here's what I think went well. Here's what I think we could have improved on even further, if there's anything. Maybe there's not. And then I would also look at talking to him about how to seed connections with these new clients, okay, in a very positive way for everyone involved, not too pushy, not too obvious, but as he's doing the work with them, as he's having the calls, the people in the Korean community, you know that you have this strategy around This is a high-level executive. What other high-level executives are there? These are people that probably go to Korean churches and are part of that community, right? Exactly. You know these things, okay? It's part of your 
your strategy. So you need to make sure that who's going to be having, I assume, the majority of interaction with them understands the concept of seeding and how to do it naturally and throughout the process. So we have had a debrief. Um, I covered most of what you just stated. I know one of the things I was emphasizing to him, um, both with these gentlemen as we go through, it is a must and will be a white glove treatment with these gentlemen. Um, Because the second guy we met with, this is the highest state that I think that we've ever had. No, it's the second highest state we've ever had in the firm. But this gentleman has like a $25 million estate and had no estate planning. It was, and his oh daughter goodness. was an attorney. It was appalling. Um, yeah. But, you know, so this is going to be good because it also the other thing I was talking to him about that he needs to do at least with – we've only had one of his clients go all the way to conclusion because this is the fourth conversion we've had based upon his leads. But we need to get that one young lady that supposedly liked us so much. We need her to give us a review. So mm. we have Korean population reviews too. So when we are mm. – interacting with the Korean population, they're going to be able to tell by, you know, the name and et cetera that, you know, we've been trusted previously and had wonderful experiences with others. So I know that's the other thing I was telling him about is why it's so important, not only because we should be giving a plus product, but we also at the conclusion of this, we want them to be such a glowing fan of ours that they're going to give us an amazing review and we're going to use it in our advertising. Okay. Let me give you two things for that. One, don't assume, figure out how you're going to check in and make sure that that's happening. What's your role in the white glove treatment, not just checking in with the case behind the scenes, but how are you going to add value? Okay. Okay. Like check-in call with the daughter, um, conferring with her, giving her updates, right? Like, yes. what could you do that would just blow her mind? Like, attorneys never do this, okay? Yes. And she's an attorney, and you're, like, going above and beyond. That's really the key there. Don't advocate. What can you do? What's your check-in schedule on it, okay? Like, put it on your calendar. Love it. Love okay. it, love it, love okay. it. Yeah. And I would actually use this as an opportunity to up-level the client experience in general, not that you don't do great things, but it's like an opportunity to create a system there versus just a one-off. Love it. Love it. Okay. Good. Okay. Wonderful. Be well. Have, Have a great day. weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you too. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.